Hello and welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the US 131 Motorsports Park Drag Racing Podcast. With Gary Hunt, myself, Justin Wanamaker, uh, we're going to talk about the, the what's going on at US 131 this season. Um, this show in particular, we're going to talk about 2017 season. We're going to cover the, the champions and, and maybe a little bit about what happened and, and some of our favorite moments. Yep, and then we're going to get into the 2018 season. We're going to talk about the things like the payout change, the little changes in the staging lanes, and what's coming up on the schedule. Also talk a little bit about the Summit Super Series um, and, and movers and shakers. Uh, maybe a little bit about what's going on outside the racetrack. Get to get to know the racers that, that race here on a weekly basis, or maybe even some of the track crew that is here every single week. You wave to them, you, you talk with them, but maybe we can uh, get to know these guys a little bit better. Mm-hmm. All right. So into the from the 2017 season, we uh, the biggest news in top ET, of course, was Scott Taylor winning two points championships in a, in a row. Now in 2016, he was uh, our champion, but he only won it by a whisker. Well, it didn't Scotty miss like the first four races of 2016? Yeah, that very well could be. I think you're right. So in uh, in 17, he was quite dominant. Yeah, I don't think he needed to show up for the last two weeks and still would have gotten the points championship taken care of mm-hmm. just kind of going through looking at the the top et points list um scotty taylor 490 points and that's a lot without taking my shoes off and figuring out what the little points with the three points for staging are mm-hmm. and uh <clears throat> you know that that's a lot of rounds one I, oh, yeah. I think you went through and figured it out at some point how many rounds won that actually was yeah at the banquet we had all that it was, it was nearly 40 40, 40 round wins rounds. and that's just here that's that's not to mention anywhere else that scotty was racing um i know a, a maybe a trip or two down to bowling green happened but man i how when you talk about top, top et in 2017 how do you not talk about scotty, scotty too absolutely in fact i just looked it up and he was 48 rounds win and he also uh that's about an average of four rounds every week Imagine winning four rounds every week. Yeah, that's like taking a paycheck home every week. That's dominance. <laughs> no question about it. And then modified uh, class that your uh, buddy. Yeah, I'm. I'm pretty partial to modified. I, I'm. I grew up bottom ball racing. I still swap feet, and <laughs> and that's that. That's my, I guess, bread and butter as far as racing goes. Uh, my my real good buddy Kevin Gruneveld, uh finally got it done. He finished. Second, I believe the year before, or may, no, yeah, he finished tied for second the year before. He had a runoff with Tracy Mutchler to uh, to go to to Memphis. Um, Tracy, another great friend of mine, but Kevin has led points. I want to say each of the last four, maybe even five seasons at some point, and whatever's happened towards the end of the season, it's just it. it he's never ended up on top until the seventeenth season. Um, Al Bruchart, I know that. You know, he's he's another good friend of mine. He's great friends with Kevin. He, he wants it. He <laughs> wants it bad. Always tough. Al was second place with 297 points, and he did a great job. This year he stepped up to uh, alcohol, right? Yeah, he made the switch over to alcohol. Uh, car went a little quicker than what they were thinking. I, I seen That's a 958 come up on the scoreboard from, from Al. That's some pretty good air that day, it, it It was really good air. I'm um, just looking down through here. Uh, Jim Seabright making a huge improvement in 2017. Uh, he was definitely, definitely pretty dominant. Um, going rounds every week, and just going off the top of my head, it seems like maybe he won a race or two towards the beginning of the season, and just just stayed in it and didn't visit the buyback window very often. 
That's true. No, uh, Seabury really came came of age this year. And he's and, tough. And his sister, Jessica Morris. I mean, mm-hmm. she hung right in there, won the rounds that she needed to, and, and she finished fifth place. But that one in between there, Donnie Hagar. Uh, Number four. What what can we say about Donnie? He's... He's he's the real deal. He's mm-hmm. uh I I nominated him for the the Drag Racing Illustrated 30 under 30 deal and he didn't get picked. Um I'm going to keep nominating him. He's he's uh he's about as humble as they come and and just he he's very dominant in in a in a car that's very very much I mean it's a street car. Mm-hmm. It's 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 a very Budget operation and Donnie's making it work for him, and he's he's a real deal. Yeah, Donnie spends a lot of time on the practice tree, and he's got a good mentor in his dad, yeah. Ron Hager. Ron Hager is this, yeah, he they're tough couple guys there, and and look for them to be be dominant again this year, both both here and on the on the big money bracket racing circuit, uh, you know the foot brake races and the and the bottom ball races, and I mean uh, this this sounds like the Donnie Hager podcast here, but Donnie won street. Mm-hmm. Decisively, exactly over 100 points ahead of Steve Messick in second place, and that's no small feat either. Steve Messick's been at this game for a long time. Uh, he knows how he knows how it's done, and he's got he's got three different race cars, and mm-hmm. I, I guess the wagon's probably the only one that can legally run in street, but drives it in, and uh, mm-hmm. that does that's got an LS motor under. Yeah, the hood, that's one of the it? cool things is he stepped up to the more modern small block engine. Not too many racers run that LS product, and he is doing that very successfully. It's yeah, and and he's got—I think he's got an LS in all three cars now. He's got one in the Nova, and he's got one in the in the Hawkster. Yep, and uh, he's got one in the wagon as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, Taylor Green making the jump from Junior Dragsters into Street. She finished third place. That no slouch in Taylor Green. She's 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 tough as nails. That's for sure. She did really well. I just can't wait to get into these fantasy picks. <laughs> How about in juniors? Junior dragsters. Now, look look through here. Well, we've got the top five in junior dragsters is what twenty four points, yeah, twenty six sep- points, separated by twenty six points. The top five cars in master class in in the master class. Amazing. That's the seven ninety class, and I I can remember just in the junior dragster pits, you could cut the tension with a knife. <laughs> I mean, they they and and these kids were they were they were really well under pressure, and they they all wanted it. They all absolutely wanted it, and to to see that amount of passion for this sport at that age is awesome. Yep, and they're all friends. Oh, absolutely. They all yeah. get along great until they get together on the starting line. Absolutely. But when all the dust settled uh, in the point season, Allie Mutchler came out on top uh, for the second time. She yes. got to make a repeat trip to Memphis for the Summit Super Series runoff. That's right. And I. She she did well. She and she had some mechanical issues early in the year, and and she actually tipped the car over on its side. That's right. And Sprung was right able back. to get it back. She jumped right back in the in the car. You mm-hmm. know, right back on the saddle, and and was, was very, able to. Uh, the very same night, we were all worried about her, but she came back just fine. Didn't bother her a bit. A real competitor, a good athlete, and and came out on top in the 2017 season. Absolutely. And just looking down through this list real quick, Alex Kish. I mean that. I, I really hope that Tim puts him in a top bulb car because he, he's he's going to be one he's going to be a, a force to be reckoned with, especially when he gets into a big car. Tobin will he's got a great mentor in his grandpa mm. Craig Blossom. Mm-hmm. Um, Trey Goodson I I mean Trey's 
Trey's a good kid. He's he's gonna he's gonna do well when they get a hold of a big car for him. I know Ernie and and probably his grandpa are are working real hard at, at getting him a big car and and Ernie's gonna have to get a little bigger trailer, I think, to to be able to haul everything up here with. Probably so. It just might happen. Absolutely. So that's the who's who in Master Junior Dragster. So who's coming back in Masters this year? Um, I believe I know Allie was testing. Uh, Alex, Alex Kish will be back. I'm sure Tobin will. Yep. I'm not sure if Trey's coming back or not. I know the car's for sale, but if it's not sold, I would imagine that he would come back. You think Maverick will be going? Maverick to Green, I believe, will be riding a bike and modified this year. Yep. Um, look for Samuel Peterson. Mm-hmm. Uh, Samuel historically does excellent everywhere. But here. <laughs> <laughs> but he's it, getting better all the time. He is, absolutely. Um, I'm not sure about Tyler Jones, if he's going to be back this year. Paul Stewart the fourth, I'm sure. Bailey Burkhart. Uh, Caleb McKissick, I'm not sure if she'll be back. Maybe here and there. Uh, I, I talked to her dad, Mark, quite a bit and kind of undecided on what their 2018 plans look like. But mm-hmm. Trinity Morris was here testing and – Car was looking good. She was she was work, getting the bugs worked out from over the winter. Um, Caitlin Jones looks like she was testing her brother's car this last weekend, mm-hmm. and that's about who I know. I don't know if yeah, if so anybody else may few, be coming. Quite a few will come back for the 2018 battle. Now in advance, that much their family once again. Yeah, I know it. Allie's brother Evan. Evan, and and that's his this is his second championship in a row because he won the yep. won the beginner championship the year before, mm-hmm. moved up into the eight ninety class, the advanced class, and man, he just he kicked butt. Mm-hmm. He did real well. Connor Jensen was second place in twenty seventeen. How about Hunter Scolton? First year mm-hmm. racing, finishes third place in the eight ninety category, and. He was he was here testing, and putting down some good laps this weekend too. That's the Pennzoil car. That's the Pennzoil car, All right? And beginners, Tyler Howard. Wow, that that kid is 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 in the car every single weekend. He's way beyond his years. Absolutely, he's getting it, a lot of experience at a young age in the eleven ninety class. Will he be moving up? Yes, actually, uh, I believe a new American car is is on its way. Um, mm-hmm. Last I talked to his dad, Mark, um, they had met with with the painter and and get a paint job laid out and getting things put together and and ready to go for his eight ninety debut. Um, and as far as, as beginners moving up, Tyler's moving up, <clears throat> Cassie Wanamaker, my niece is moving up, my mm-hmm. son Jace is moving up. Um, I think Carly's still running eleven ninety. Aubrey Morris is moving up to eight ninety, mm-hmm. and uh, so we'll see the the beginner side of that class maybe a little lighter this year. Um, I do know, um, Aaliyah Pitch will be running eleven ninety cars, oh, so neat. first year for Aaliyah. So we're excited to see what that beginner class looks like this year. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, is there anything anything that stands out about the 2017 season? How about 338 miles an hour? <laughs> That's a big number. That's uh, It was the Funny Car Nationals. Yes, it was. In and September last year. The shot heard around the world. Amazing. Absolutely. Fastest wheel-driven top speed ever in a quarter mile. And we was get registered to, right here. And we get to race on this track every single week. At what they call, should call, the fastest track in the world. Absolutely. Well, that's a that's a wrap on the 2017 season. Let's let's talk about 2018. Let's let's talk about what we're excited about. Um, there's a few little uh, rule changes. Um, mm-hmm. Talk about what everybody wants to hear: the payout changes. Payouts going up for yep. some of the classes. Yeah, and top and modified, it's going to be 1500 to win this year. 
and that's uh, up 300 bucks, right? Yeah. From the 1,200 guaranteed purse we've always had. So that's that's important. And and the other thing that goes along with that, the, the entry at the gate is still the same. Yep. So 131 is given back to, to us as racers and, and put a little bit more money in our pocket. And, that's right. And for that, we, I'm I'm very thankful for it. The other thing that uh, that I really do like to see on this is is paying back an extra round. I get a chance to get my buyback money back a little bit quicker. <laughs> uh, if there's 75 cars in top ET or modified, uh, the round of 32 will get paid 20 bucks. Yep, you're in the money. That's uh, interesting. <laughs> I, I kind of went through that in my head, and I thought if if not everybody buys back, you might be able to win the third round and be in the money. Perfect. That's, so that's all I got to do is win third round, and and I'm taking a taking a twenty dollar bill home with yep. me. Semis is also going from two hundred to two hundred and fifty dollars, so that's jacked up also and for quarters. Went up to to a hundred dollars from seventy five. That's right. That's and right. you know the round of sixteen is at fifty. Yep. That's so the which same. which stays the same, and then they're going back to to twenty bucks for the round of thirty two. If there's more than seventy five cars staged in first mm-hmm. round, yeah, nobody plans to lose in. Uh, in the third or fourth round, but uh, if it does, you get a little something for it now. That that's great. We we really thank Jason Peterson a lot with that deal. Uh, that's something that came out of the drivers' committee, and hopefully, hopefully, it works out real well. And don't forget to get into that lane bracket series as well. If you run the sticker, you get the bonus bucks. Winner gets fifty dollars. Modified uh, top and uh, street gets twenty. So that's the the winners and runner-ups. The runner-ups get 25, 25, and 10. So that's the lane bonus bucks. You want to make sure to have the the current lane sticker on your car this year and make sure and get in points. And if you come come through the winner's circle, you get some extra lane bonus bucks too. Heck yeah. Take your family out to dinner after the race. Top ET. Let's talk about that for just a minute. We're going to shorten up the track for them a little bit. We're going (laughs) to – Top ET is going eighth mile racing. Um – that's uh, it's met with some mixed emotions. I know there's some there's some hardcore people that love quarter mile racing, and I guess it's just a sign of the times. Uh, anywhere you go for for big money, it's 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 always on the eighth, eighth mile. mile. Um, yep. I think it's a welcome change uh, for for most everybody. I I know there's some there's a little bit of heartburn over it, but. Mm-hmm. That I guess that's part of adapting to the the changes. From the folks I've talked to, some feel real strongly about it either way. Others don't really care, and a lot of others don't really care. They're happy to run whatever. (laughs) Now, modified will be still quarter mile as well as street. Yep. And, of course, junior dragsters will be eighth mile, right? Yeah, they're not going any farther (laughs) than eighth mile, like as always. What about the staging lanes, Justin? A little, little something different on the way we're going to pull out during eliminations. Yeah, so historically, for the last few years, we've we've had somebody at the front of the lanes pulling cow tags or, or whatever you want to call them. So mm-hmm. basically, they're, the cars are lined up four, four wide, mm-hmm. and you know you don't know who you race when you get up there. Right. And there was some concerns about that. Um, it does maybe take a little bit of time. Mm-hmm. Not too bad, but it does take a little bit of time. And, and the bigger concern comes from... You know the, the top ET guys that are that are crossing over. If they're in, say, lane one, and they get paired with a guy in lane four, they may not get a chance to see what the dialing is, so they can put it in their delay box yeah. to cross it's over. It's a little more hectic. Plus, we need somebody at the beginning of the lanes to pull the tags, and somebody at the back to even them up. Exactly. So, what's going to happen this year? So, what what they're going to do, or what we're going to do, is we're going to fill lanes one and two, and then we're going to fill lanes three and four. Mm-hmm. 
when the when the class is called. So when Modified's called up for, for first round, for example, we're going to fill lanes one and two, then three and four. And if you're in one and two, you're in lane one, you're going to run the right lane against the guy parked right next to you in lane two. You're going to pull out, and that's who you're racing. So if you want uh, one or three for the right-hand side. And two or four two or for four the left. For yep. the left. So you know that going in. As soon as you get into the lanes, you know what lane you're going to be in. Right. Okay. And and part of that, too, is is – when the when lanes one and two are cleared out, the next class can be called in to start filling those lanes, and there's not mm-hmm. that changeover. There's not as much downtime to change between classes. Mm-hmm. So it looks like they'll actually fill those lanes, shut them off at the back, and then go over to the next two, correct? That's To even them up. That's the way I understand it. Good, good. And then junior dragsters. There was some discussions on, on how this went because a, a couple of years ago, it was there was two junior classes. There was mm-hmm. beginner, advanced, and the beginner class was basically seven through twelve years old. Years old, right. and then advanced was twelve and up. Mm-hmm. Now there was enough cars on a weekly basis that they created a third class. Basically, it went eleven ninety cutoff, an eight ninety cutoff, and a seven ninety cutoff. Mm-hmm. And and last year's car count, it was it, we were we were racing a lot of the same people. Week in and week out. So as a driver's committee, they came up with the idea to run beginner and advanced together but separate. So beginner and advanced will be combined during the eliminations. Correct. For for a single payout, a single points class. However, 1190 cars will only run 1190 cars as long as mm-hmm. possible. Yep. And 890 cars will only run 890 cars as long as possible. So every final will have an 1190 car and an 890. The way I understand it, yes. In the that's, final. that's the way that should go. Okay. Upcoming schedule. Let's. You've got the schedule printed out here. We'll uh, mm-hmm. kind of take a look at things, run through some of the highlights and some of our our favorite events and... Mm-hmm. And see what see what we got coming up. Well, the month of May, of course, we'll have a test and tune on that uh, Friday the fourth, but the fifth and sixth is the first big weekend for Lane Automotive Bracket Racers. It's two thousand to win, in modified and top, on the fifth of May. We'll also have that Mojo Quick Sixteen race, and uh, we'll get that thing underway about ten a.m. in the morning. That sounds good. The Mojo Quick Sixteen. That's a it's a thousand foot race, right? I think uh, Dick Matika. We talked to him. The last I heard is going to stay a thousand foot. He was considering going eighth mile with that class too, because he's quite frankly still burning stuff up <laughs> in the thousand foot. But I think the thousand foot, the uh, the novelty of it. I sure. think the racers kind of like it, and it's fun to watch. I tell you what, a lot of people come flocking to the stands oh, and, yeah, and want to see that Quick Sixteen race. So that's going to. Uh, we'll have two of those on the 5th and 6th of May. And and we're starting right out like we've never, in, at least in my time, have before with two races, Saturday and Sunday, back-to-back. Um, mm-hmm. Get your testing to, and hopefully your stuff's ready because yep. <laughs> we're going to hit it hard. We're going to hit it early. Mm-hmm. Um, the following weekend, the 12th, is the third bracket race. Yep. And the 19th, we've got U.S. 131 Grudge Racing. Mm-hmm. Do you know anything about that at all, Gary? Well, I know it doesn't include us uh, bracket racers for the most part, but I think it's getting more and more popular. So I think it's a is it a no time event. I'm sorry, I don't really know I, too much about it. I'm not sure. I since I our have show a, is uh, pretty much focused on bracket racing here. That's that's a weekend I probably won't be there. Well, we can we'll, we'll get a little information about that. Yep. We'll uh, we'll be sure to preview that the the week before it happens. And and you know those guys are just as passionate about the racing that they do as we are about the racing that we do. Yeah, we'll give them some airtime. Then the last week in May, what's coming? We've got the FTI Midwest Bracket Nationals. Now, if if you haven't heard of SFG Promotions, 
Um, let's let's I'll, let me know. I'll help pick the rock up that you've been living under for a little <laughs> while. Uh, Kyle Riley, um, he has he has made this thing bigger than I can I would ever even imagine. So it Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, we'll be racing on the track, mm-hmm. and we're getting pretty darn close to life changing money, and it, yep. we can might as well call it life changing money. Um, Friday or Wednesday, the first day is is an early bird. It's five grand to win. That's that's chump change compared to what's coming. Mm-hmm. Uh, that race only has a twenty five dollar entry for for five grand. That's a that's a pretty stout payout. Yep. Uh, the Thursday warm up race, we're getting a little warmer. Twenty grand to win, thirty five hundred runner up, and uh, one hundred fifty dollar round money starting with a third round win, and then we're getting into the big money. Friday night or Friday. Is the FTI sponsored 50K Friday? It's 50,000 to win, 10,000 runner up, 5,000 semis. And nice. That, then what then, happens on Saturday? Saturday, we're talking like a mortgage <laughs> payment here. <laughs> $125,000 to win Saturday, brought to you by VP Racing Fuels. There's, so this is, this is limited to 500 cars, 250 door cars, 250 dragsters. Kyle says a director's going to race a door car in the final. That's the way it goes. They're going to keep them separate. They keep cars. them separate mm-hmm. until the final. And and he stuck to his word. So at the at the Powerball race that that SFG had just a couple weeks ago, Scotty Richardson was doubled in the door car side. He had to race himself in the final of the door car side. Mm-hmm. So and it it would have been really neat to see to see Scotty have to race himself for everything, but. Mm-hmm. Rules are rules, and that's what he printed on the flyer. That's what he stuck to. Scotty in the S10 pickup, right? Yeah. Yep. So how do you do in the final? He won it. I think so. Yeah, he won it. Scott Scotty's back, and he's <laughs> he, he's back with a vengeance. Well, I got a question for you, Justin. This is the who's who was at that race. Oh, absolutely. Right? Troy Coughlin Jr. won one of them. Yep. Uh, how many of those racers do you think we'll see here at Martin? We're going to see a good majority of them. The if if you've watched any of the live feed big money bracket races, that's who's going to be here. Those guys go everywhere. They they go all over the place. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a little far north, maybe for for guys out of Alabama, Florida, Georgia, mm-hmm. uh, maybe South Carolina, maybe maybe. I mean, there's there's some guys that they don't care. They don't yeah. care how far they've got to go. They're looking at 125 grand, that'll, and that'll pay for the motorhome. Absolutely. And they're going to wrap things up on Sunday. Mickey Thompson tires. Sunday 50k structured the same way as Friday. Now, I think you'll like this too, Gary. The 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 deal with SFG and their big races is no box and motorcycles are welcome. Mm-hmm. So, no box, call to the lane separate and they get to run their own rounds against no box cars. That's and that's me. Mm-hmm. And and I I really like that. That's a that's a really neat way to to include us, you know, little no box guys yeah. and that's Jeff and, Green. And that's, that's a whole absolutely. Lot of there's there's a there's a lot of guys that that can get involved with this. Um, the last no box car standing will win a twenty five hundred dollar bonus and inserted inserted into whatever round we're at with it with everybody uh-huh. else. So they'd get a, get that bonus if they won the whole thing. Can you imagine? Absolutely. Right. And Kyle went live last week to give a little update on the Midwest Bracket Nationals. It sounds like there may be some spots open. If you're not in that race and you want to be, get a hold of Kyle Riley um, on the on the SFG Promotions Facebook page. Mm-hmm. His phone number's right on there. Give him a call and and 
See if you can get involved with that race. That's, that's something you don't really want to miss. So that's a five-day race wrapping up May and takes us right up to the Memorial Day weekend, correct? Absolutely. Okay. Then we go to June. Now, the PDRA summer drags. Will there be a, an opportunity for bracket racers there? Gary, to be honest with you, I don't even know. I think so. Are they, will there? Yeah. I think they did uh, last year. Okay. With the pro mod race they had here, there was some uh, some form of a bracket purse. Let's okay. hope they get uh, get involved. That's the first and second, Friday and Saturday in June. Okay. We'll have to uh, get some more information on that, and we'll tell you about it the week beforehand, and mm-hmm. we'll highlight that. And and I know I know there's a handful of of local racers that that like to run the classes that they have. I know they do top sportsman, top dragster stuff. Yeah. And, yeah. And uh, we'll have some we'll have some we some hometown. Some- Heroes duking it out, trying to get some of that PDRA money. Let's hope so. The next one's a big one. It's the fifth annual import versus domestic race. Not only are they going to have the import versus domestic, see who rises to the top again this year, but they're also going to have the Midwest Stock Superstock guys there. Oh, no kidding. I didn't realize that. You don't don't get to see those guys run on an IHRA basis anymore. All these Midwest Stock and Superstock, that's the wheels standing Cobalts and Camaros and all that fun stuff to watch. They'll be here duking it out on Saturday and Sunday, the 9th and 10th of June, along with the the import versus domestic race. I also believe there's going to be a no-time small tire shootout involved in that that weekend as as well. Sounds like an action-packed weekend. I mean, if you like wheels up, gear jamming, Stock, super stock race, and that's mm-hmm. that's a great one to come out to. Oh, uh, the import versus domestic. That's that's a neat deal. Uh, it's fifth annual race. Um, I've never seen so many angry wasps run that fast. Oh my gosh! Them, those rotary engines are just unbelievable. And the Rosario brothers do a wonderful job promoting this thing. They'd love nothing more than to have a good sized crowd this year, and it's worth it. This is a great race. The following weekend there's the there's the no prep triple crown. That's Father's Day weekend. Um, that's that's a, a collaboration with with Lane Automotive, and that thing's getting to be big. Really? That's yeah. It, I, I want to say about. it's a it's a ten thousand dollar to win deal. We'll get some more information in a flyer. We'll yeah. talk a little bit about that. Maybe we could get somebody uh, in as a guest to talk about that. Give mm-hmm. us a little bit more information on that. And then the following weekend, what's Night of Thunder? Well, that's one of two. It's always been held in May. If you remember John Grivens back in the day, never wanted to do a big event in May. And the Thunder Nationals has lived up to its name the last few years. Yeah, in fact, it, it got rained out last year. So this year, guess what? June 23rd, Saturday night. It'll be our fourth lane automotive bracket. We're also having Super Chevy that weekend. But the Night of Thunder will be the first chance to get your snoop full of nitro. Get my nitro fix on here uh, at US 131. I, I love nitro. I love nitro at night. Mm-hmm. Um, if you know somebody, your friends, family, neighbor, who's never been to the drags, that's a night to take them. That they, it is, it is an all sensory experience. That I mean, I don't know about taste, but you can definitely feel it. You can mm-hmm. definitely hear it, smell it. The smell of nitro is like none other. Yep. I mean, it, if if they'd make a cologne that smelled like nitromethane, everybody <laughs> around me would know what nitromethane smells like. Yep, and of course they'll have. Uh... Uh, jets, I think. Oh yeah, jet, jet truck cars. coming. You can't yep. uh, can't be without that. One of the big events. So that uh, that gets underway at 9 a.m. on Saturday morning. And then Super Chevy Sunday. That's a that's mm-hmm. a hugely historic event here at 131. Um, I I'm new into the into the Chevy world, uh, mm-hmm. as most of you know. Mm-hmm. That's uh, 
but I do know that how much of a following Super Chevy Sunday has around here. Um, it's a huge race. I know winning that is is has some prestige to it, in mm-hmm. and, and the the car show and everything that's involved, the swap meet and everything. It's really a neat event. If you're a, a, a Chevy fan or working on a Chevy, you ought to come out and check it out. Yep. Again, the, the Night of Thunder will be our fourth Lane Automotive Bracket Series event. Then on Sunday is all Chevrolet, car show, swap meet, and Chevy racing for the Super Chevy Show the 24th of June. The next weekend, I, this is something that, that intrigues the, the nerdy drag racer kid in me, uh, the fast muscle cars. Now, Fast stands for what? Factory appearing Fact stock, stock tire. tire. So these cars. Like pure stock. They're it, essentially. But pure stock didn't go this fast. <laughs> <laughs> I see. I I don't know. I don't. I, I came ill prepared. I don't know what any kind of records are, but I know they're darn fast. I know there's a couple nine second cars. Mm-hmm. And we're talking about like a, like 69 Copo Camaros, uh, Roadrunners. Um, there's Studebaker Avantis. I've seen <laughs> those cars. Yeah. Um, Corvettes, Chevelles. Chevelles. Mm-hmm. Basically, these guys, you, you pop the hood, it looks like it rolled off the showroom floor. Correct. It, it exhaust manifolds, stock appearing carburetor. They they have the bias ply tires, mm-hmm. and there's some nine second cars in that. Yeah, it's it's unbelievable the amount of engineering that goes into that to make it look stock and then be able to to perform the way they do. I think they take those nostalgic tires after they spend an arm and leg for them, and they actually grind them down. They grind, they grind all the tread down and make it look like a slick. To get it to work. Amazing. Then we go to July. So on Friday night, we'll have that uh, West Michigan True Street Drag Week. We'll be making a stop at the track second time. They'll be there on a Friday between 10 a.m. and 4.30 p.m. to make their test run. So this is the West Michigan form of Drag Week. Oh, no kidding. Right. I, I had no idea. Uh Sounds like a, a neat deal. Um, I know how big the Hot Rod Drag Week is. Uh, I was here the last time oh, yeah. they stopped here, along with I don't know ten thousand of my closest friends. Right. Uh, that was that was an awesome awesome deal to see. And I know there's some fast cars in West Michigan. There's <laughs> some really fast cars in West Michigan. They'll be driving them between the tracks, and they'll make their stop at Martin on Friday the sixth of July. That sounds like a great night. And the the seventh and eighth, we'll uh, have another double weekend. Yep. Lane bracket racing number five and number six. $2,000 to win and top and modified on the 7th and the Mojo Quick 16 coming back for two days. 1,000 foot Quick 16 action. Yep. Then we get into July and it's SFG time once again, the second race. This is the summer shootout race. Wednesday through Sunday, five days of big dollar bracket racing. Very similar format as the, as the, the aforementioned race on, on Memorial Day weekend, the FTI summer shootout. Um, Wednesday's a little bit different. That's going to be a high roller race, 32 car shootouts, 10 grand and five grand to win. Uh, I'm sure purses will get cut up a little bit here and sure. there as we get a little closer and, and the rounds go on. Um, same thing Thursday, $20,000 to win warm up race. Friday's 50,000 to win. Saturday's a hundred thousand to win and Sunday's 50,000 to win. Pretty much the same. Very similar payouts. Same structure is, is, yes. is, is the May race or May. That's right. And, mm-hmm. uh, and I'm I'm certain there's there's still a way to get into that race if you haven't yet. Probably. The weekend after that, and the 28th, 29th is the AMRA All Harley Drags. In August, August it gets real busy. Actually, for the next six weeks, it's all about bracket racing. Starting in August with that bottom bowl bash and junior dragster bonanza. Yeah, that 
I really like this event, and it, it's it. I know that I've told a few other promoters that the race is my favorite, and mm-hmm. I've got some favorites, and I don't know how to to rank them. Which one's my absolute favorite? This one's right up there at the top, though. I I yeah. really enjoy this. I enjoy being able to to race the way I like to race, you know, for for some decent money mm-hmm. in my own backyard. And and this this thing has grown every single year by I a bunch. So. I think so. It just continues to grow. And this year's no exception. Um, Thursday, that's an added race. We're oh. doing a little test and tune on Thursday with a gambler's race Thursday night. Uh, mm-hmm. Early bird gamblers, it'll be a sixty dollar entry, two thousand to win. So we're gonna kick things off with two grand to warm it up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, Friday and Sunday, be five grand to win. And paying back to thirty two cars Saturday, ten thousand dollars to win. 10, Off the bottom ball, bottom ball at one thirty one Motorsports Park. That's guaranteed money. Guaranteed money. Good. Good. And and we don't want to forget the junior dragsters. And and, and this event really came to fruition um as a way to, to give bottom ball racers and junior dragster racers a, a, a chance to, to race. Um it's the same weekend as the as the fifty at Stanton. Mm, okay. Moneymaker. Is that what the, they call the, it? The, super, the World Super Pro Nationals. Oh, that one. Okay. Yep, the 50 grand to win race at Stanton. And we wanted to give everybody in the state and in the area a chance to, to race for for big money. And I, I think it's I think it's gone over really well. Uh, and the junior dragsters, two classes um, Saturday and Sunday, $500 to win each class. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's, that's pretty good for money juniors. for junior dragsters. Absolutely. Definitely worth it. Absolutely. And they're going to start things off with a warm-up race on Friday. 150 to win. It'll be one combined class, mm-hmm. and we'll have 1190s run separate until the winner, um, and then it'll insert the 1190 winner in. They'll get a, a $50 bonus. Mm-hmm. And uh, the other thing that's neat that we just we started dabbling with a little bit last year, and the the Midwest Junior Dragster race does is index races. Um, there'll be a 790 index with a with a $200 to win purse. And then an uh, 890 and 1190 indexes with $150 to win purse and a cheap entry fee. It's only 20 bucks. Gets the, ch- the kids a chance to look at a different tree. It'll be on the pro tree, yes. and it'll be index racing. And that'll happen Saturday night. Now, this is what they'll be doing later on in the month during the Midwest Junior Dragsters. Yep. And it, it's not on the flyer, but, Gary, you know as well as I do, the pit vehicle race is what everybody comes to bottom <laughs> ball bash for. Yeah. That – on. I'm sure it goes without saying, but there will probably be a pit vehicle race that breaks out that weekend, and, and that is a great time. Absolutely. A lot of fun with your 131 racing family. Next up, the 10th and 11th, is the Northern Nationals. That's the big one. That is the big one. That yep. one set records last year. For attendance. For attendance, correct. right. That's correct. I think it was a very big big race. Of course, we'll have... Uh, some uh, bracket-only test and tune going on on Friday night, as well as some qualifying. And then on the 11th, on Saturday, it's the Mojo Quick 16, along with our 8th Lane Automotive Bracket Series race. What do you have written right here, Gary? There are six top fuel dragsters coming. Six top fuel cars coming. And that's on the 11th of August, Saturday. You don't want to miss that. And then again, it uh, spills into Sunday on the 12th with the Lane Automotive Bracket race number 9 with the Mojo Series as well. Something else noteworthy here on the 12th, we're going to switch things over to 8th Mile for all of bracket racing for the rest of the 2018 season Correct. on August 12th, uh, more or less in preparation for the bracket, bracket finals, finals in September. Yep. Then the next weekend is the IHRA Summit Sportsman Spectacular. Now, it's basically a 
uh, bracket race, correct? Yeah. It's uh, it's just on the regional level. IHRA will be here to run the race, correct? Correct. Yeah, and and they'll have they'll have an Ironman um, to win. It's it's a boosted payout. Yep. I don't have all the particulars in front of me. We'll we'll talk about it when it gets a little closer. Yep. But it's still Lane Automotive Bracket Series. Still still a bracket race for us. Um, mm-hmm. Maybe a few other people showing up for it. Yeah. It'll be like I said, bigger money. There'll be some round prizes, and there's 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 some neat stuff that they're doing with that. It it is really kind of cool. I'm I'm curious to see what that grows into with the iTrace yep. Summit Sportsman Spectacular deal. Yeah. And then uh, we wrap up August on the 24th. 25th and 26th with the Midwest Junior Dragster Super Series. All juniors, correct? All juniors. And this this race is neat. We uh, we held back on the first year that we were able to race it and mm-hmm. just because we weren't sure about it. But if you're on the fence, put it on your calendar. You, you won't regret it. It's a great time. It's a great atmosphere. It's something different than, than the weekly racing. And the kids have a great time. Uh, there's there's a lot of racing to do. There's there's index races the first day, and and actually everything's on the pro tree the first day. So it's eleven ninety. There's actually thirteen ninety, eleven ninety, eight ninety, and nine and seven ninety index. Yep. And and then they go into a basically a pro tree bracket race, mm-hmm. and that's kind of neat. It, it it gets the kids it gives the kids a little different look at the tree, and it, it's it's fun to watch. Then Sunday is just uh, Sunday's bracket. all full tree. Yeah. So and then they 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 run different age groups. So like six pro. to nine, mm-hmm. and then ten to twelve, That's and then right. thirteen and up. They run the different age groups, and then they also have the big race, the pro, the pro, pro class. They call yep, it. And that and pays pretty well. That does pay pretty well. Yeah. And the other thing with the Midwest Junior Dragster Super Series is they do have an Outlaw three thirty. Oh yeah. Now. Those cars, they're limited to 330 because of the rules, mm-hmm. so they can't really tell how fast they're going at 330, right. but they are limited by speed, and comparing, they're pretty close to a high nine-second car up to 330. Wow. If they were to run them out to With the quarter Single mile. cylinder on alcohol. Single cylinder on alcohol. <laughs> that's Little amazing. Briggs motor. <laughs> yeah, right. But they, uh, yeah, that's fun to watch that 330 race. They hit that starting line pretty hard. Then we go into September. The first uh, two weeks of September are just as busy with the Lane Automotive Bracket Series race number 12 and 13 on the 1st and 2nd of September. Mojo race once again. Yep, Labor Day weekend. That's that's always a fun time. Um, I know Jason and Stephanie have done some, some nice things to kind of make it a nice family atmosphere, more so that weekend than every other weekend, which, mm-hmm. you know, it, it's definitely more family-oriented now than it ever used to be. But I, I really think that they've done, done a lot to, to make – Families welcome and make a weekend out of it. And, of course, we get Monday off, most of us, for Memorial Day. Right. Or for Labor Day, rather. Yep. And uh, what's then, that say? Then the big one. Well, what I think is a big one. That's where Don Logano went 338 last year. That's the Funny Car Nationals. Now, that is a – it'll be a, a season-ending bracket race as well. We do have a another weekend we'll talk about in a minute. Okay. But uh, that Funny Car Nationals, it's a bracket race. There's no points. The points will be wrapped up at that at that uh, juncture uh friday night funny car nationals qualifying and we'll have test and tune and of course a regular lane bracket race on saturday along with the top fuelers the jets who knows the funny cars yes the the nostalgia nostalgia cars that were here last year i don't know if they're coming back but fuel altered yeah you name it more nitro third time awesome love nitro methane yep the following weekend's the ihra thunder team finals now that doesn't mean a lot to to our fans it means a lot to to us as bracket racers. 
Uh, we've got seven in a row. Like we won the won this thing seven years in a row. Says a lot about what I've always thought is one thirty one's tough place to race, and mm-hmm. we've got some really good racers here. Yep. And there's also some teams that they're they're not going to go down without a fight, no, and, and more so that are used to you know maybe doing pretty good on the NHRA side of things that came over to IHRA last year and mm-hmm. things weren't didn't quite go as they may have thought. Watch out for them. So we had some new blood last year. Some fresh blood, that's any, for sure. Uh, any other new tracks going to IHRA that might join us? I Seems like any. there may be one or two. We'll okay. have to uh, we'll have to keep our ear to the ground on that one. And when that gets yep. a little closer, we'll we'll find out. That's September 13th through 16th, the IHRA Thunder Team Finals. The we- following weekend, the Test and Tune on Friday, the Am Snow Shootout Dash for Cash Bike Event. It's all snowmobiles and motorcycles. Yep. And do they have grass drags set up that weekend too? Not that I know of. Not th- okay. Could be. I don't know. May have to find that out. And man, it, it doesn't seem like we should be able to talk about a whole racing season that quick. It, I know it. Well, September 29th. Just hang on to your calendar on that. It's a TBD. To um, be determined. What's that mean? Well, in the past, we've had uh, a two thousand dollar to win bracket race on those weekends, uh, but it's uh, rained out last year. So we'll see how the weather is. I, w- I wouldn't be surprised if. Jason and Stephanie put something together for that weekend, too. Okay, that sounds good. And then moving into October, things kind of slow down a little bit. Um, the fall bug run, I, I think that's a, an event that's got its own following. That mm-hmm. it, The VW crowd around West Michigan is seems to be pretty passionate. Yep. They love coming here. They, they always have a great turnout. It's, it's really neat to watch and see some of the, the unique vehicles that you don't get to see on a regular basis. and. Mm-hmm. Duking it out on the quarter mile. Yeah, they have two of those each year, and it's it's not a big crowd, but the, what comes is quality machinery. That's for sure. That's awesome. And then we've got a 131 grudge race um, on the 13th, and then a couple testing tunes, and man, it doesn't seem like we, we should be call, talking about cold weather again, Christmas Gary. Shopping, right? We just got done with that. Well, that's, that's a good wrap-up of the 2018 season. It's exciting. It's getting better every year. I'm glad they moved that Thunder Nationals to June. Well, it just might happen. This it, time. I, that would be that would be really nice. And let that's a that's a wrap on a 2018 schedule. Talk a little bit about the Summit Super Series. What do you know about Summit Super Series, Gary? Well, not much. This is uh, in Memphis it, for the for the bracket for the World Finals. The World Finals, yeah. right? So, the Summit Super Series is something that IHRA and Summit came together and and they they got a lot into this for for the grassroots level bracket racer. Yeah. Um, Basically, the way that it works is if you win points in Top ET Modified or the Master Junior Dragster class and you're signed up for it, that's the important part. You've yeah, got to have yeah. the, the X number. Right. So in the in the big cars, the second digit's got to be an X, okay. and it's got to be registered with IHRA. So when you, you when you get your license or renew your license, make sure that's done. Yep. With the Junior Dragsters, the X has to be at the end of it. Hmm. And just because you're not in the Master class doesn't mean you don't you shouldn't get it. If 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 you win bracket finals, other than the master class, you still get to go to Memphis. All right. So there are just a quick count. What two opportunities for each top ET and modified mm-hmm. to be able to go to Memphis? You either win the points here at the track, or you or win the win team the finals final. race. Correct. And you go to Memphis. Same thing with the junior dragsters. If you're a master junior dragster, you win the points here. Or if you're a, a beginner. Or advanced junior dragster, you win at bracket finals, you go to Memphis. 
Now, on the big cars, I know it's 20000 to win. No entry fee, just 20000 to win. Right. That in in a trip to Aruba, mm-hmm. I know we were down there last year and and saw Bubba Black win the win the modified championship. Wow, man, that was a neat deal. That's a championship ring. Oh yeah, uh, the, the whole certainly bit, the trophy, the championship Iron Man, yep. um, a gold card. The 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 prizes are go on and on and on. And and the you know the big ones, the twenty thousand dollars. Yep. And same thing in Top ET, same prize package, and for no entry fee. So yeah. you just you have a good season and. And you go down there and get to race for you know just an extra twenty thousand dollars. Don't you I even mean, get a little money for losing first round? Absolutely, you get a little bit of basically a little bit of toll money. I think it's mm-hmm. it, it's like three hundred dollars if you go down there and yep. and screw it up first round. I mean, there's no buybacks, which yeah, I, I guess we'll we'll deal with that. But <laughs> yeah. yeah, you do get a little something for your troubles. So Summit Super Series is the holy grail for bracket racers on a local level. It it is for the for the the weekly. Points chasing bracket racers, yep. absolutely. That's where it all comes together. We're going to move into a little bit off-track news. Um, we talked about movers and shakers and, and what's going on off the racetrack. And first one is, is some, some sad news. We, we don't like to report this, but uh, Jan Grossman, longtime tech director here at 131. Yeah, he was about 20 years. Yeah. Uh, he he passed away unfortunately on April third. Um, Jan was a great guy. I remember him as a kid, you know, and and he didn't put up with anything. He they were not going to get away with anything with with Jan Tekken. No and and but everybody respected him, yep. and and he was he's a heck of a guy. Firm but fair. He was definitely well liked. Absolutely. I went to the visitation down at Sturgis. Okay. And uh, I don't know if you remember racing in the seventies and eighties, but some of the people showed up were like uh, Kurt Huffman. Chucky McLean, Jay Yours. Jay Yours sounds familiar. Uh, Eddie Hall. I mean, those yeah. were the who's who of racing back in the, in the well, let's say late seventies, early eighties. Well, that's before and they my all time. came out for, <laughs> yeah, they all came out for Jan's uh, visitation. Of course, Trent Grossman. Trent, yep. But our Trent condolences. Was a heck of a racer. Oh yeah. But our condolences go out to the family. Absolutely. Sorry to see Jan's untimely death at uh, eighty-two years old. Absolutely. We'll talk a little bit about a, a family that's. Heavily involved here, and mm-hmm. a lot of a lot of what I see, the way bracket racing grows is somebody's neighbor did it, somebody's dad did it. You know, that's how I got into it. My my dad's raced my entire life, yep. and it's something that I knew that I wanted to do. And then you look at this family, who I don't know how they even got involved with it. They they just they were there, and then it, then there was more of them. Yes. <laughs> and 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 it's and it's really awesome to see. A family as tight knit as the Seabrights. Mm-hmm. They they come together. They support each other. They've got I I couldn't I don't I've lost track of how many cars they've got here. Oh me too. But they they are the epitome of what bracket racing here at one thirty one has become. Especially as a family. Yeah, Jerry Seabright was a old hot rod from years ago. You know he's had a lot of neat cars and fast cars. Jim got involved helping with some pro mod teams. Yep, Jim but, Oddie and uh, that's right. Oh, Fred Hahn. Yeah, they yeah, he, the they got involved. Uh, Team from the East Coast, and uh, eventually, Steve Barman, uh, local dairy yes, farmer. Yeah, he uh, he was hot on the Proma Trail in dairy. IHRA. Uh, I'm just guessing here, 2004, 2005, mm-hmm. maybe. And, and Seabrights were involved. Seabrights were involved with that. Mm-hmm. Um, Jim so, Seabright finished third pl- third place in points last year. Yeah, and Jessica in fifth. Great those showing two, for those two. They came out of the woodwork and did just a great in 2017. Much improved. So I, I paid a visit to uh, 
the Seabrake machine up there in uh, in Holland. Okay. Not just a few weeks ago, Louis Hall and I went up there to see him. Uh, Jerry started that uh, business in his garage back in the 90s, and uh, now he's in a 12,000-square-foot business. It's huge. It's in an industrial park, and they are busy with 11 employees. They've got uh, multiple CNC machines. The two biggest ones I saw, the busiest ones, are, are massive, bigger than a car, and they are making some of the neatest parts of, with all the t- latest and greatest. These programmable machining centers will change the tools automatically, and you stick a block of, let's say, stainless steel in there, and out comes a part that is That's beautiful. ready for production. That's Absolutely ready to beautiful. go into, into yep. place. So what they do for the most part is to make uh, assembly uh, machinery for uh, industrial, I guess for uh, automotive folks. You know, if they're assembling interior parts, they need a machine to put those together on. So the Seabrights are making those machines. Oh, they no make kidding. a lot of test fixtures, too. But that is a that is a business that someday will be turned over to Jim and Jessica. Okay, and uh, and it's and and most of the employees there are are friends and family, correct? Yeah, yeah. I think. Uh, oh, she's uh, Steve Bohr. I saw working yep. there. Yeah, I think uh, there's quite a few folks in there. I didn't see everybody, but the machinery was impressive, and the space and the cleanliness and some of those assembly fixtures are just beautiful. Works of art. It's That's gotta awesome. be a very satisfying business. It, it and it's doing well, obviously. I mean, they yeah. they come out here and have a good time and 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 have have nice equipment and yeah. And we appreciate them sponsoring or helping absolutely our uh, junior Dexter program. Aubrey's going to be uh, she was sixth in beginners last year. She's going to move up to advanced to the eight ninety car. And that and she was she was testing. I want to say Saturday, maybe it was even both days this last weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, in Trinity's old car, they painted it up. Aubrey picked That's some new colors right. for That's it. That's right. Looking pretty sharp. Yeah, um, looks, looks like good. Jim's son Connor uh, is is getting to that age. He's yeah. got a car. Yeah, oh, and yeah. I, I see pictures on Facebook all the time of practicing in the parking lot. Right? Connor working on different things and working on the car. And oh yeah, that, that's that's great to see. So that was fun to see the and visit with the Seabrights. They were very hospitable that day, and we had a nice visit. And uh, we're looking forward to seeing them at the track very soon. You know, my favorite part about the Seabrights is the ice cream. Oh, I know it. <laughs> I know it. Carolyn always makes homemade ice cream for the racers. That is excellent. So who's coming up with new cars and who do we want to watch this year? All right. So we kind of talked a little bit about this um, off air a little bit and kind of messaging back and forth as to mm-hmm. who's doing what and and what's going on, what might be new and exciting. Um, I don't want to spill too many of his secrets, but look out for Stan Jones. Uh, he's got the Monza coming back. Swap motors and uh, – now, if you remember, the, the Corvette that he had a couple of years ago was running like 840s. The red one. Mm-hmm. The red Corvette, 157, 158-mile-an-hour car. Yeah. yeah. Well, that motor is now in the Monza, okay. which is a little shorter. It may even be a little lighter. Mm-hmm. Uh, stands, it's got a little different setup going on with that. Um, and he was running low nines, like 909, 910, oh. right around in there, but... 157 miles an hour. Oh, then he'll be well into the eights. <laughs> no, that's what that's the that's the setup to that oh, he's running. Oh, he's going to try to do he's the gonna high have, speed thing. He's going to he's going to be carrying some big mile an hour, which uh, hopefully gives him the upper hand at the far that's end. That's what he's looking oh, for. Oh, the cat's out of the bag. <laughs> Sorry, Stan. <laughs> Interesting. Aaron Starbucks got a new car. Yeah, he picked up an S10. Um, maybe early last year, late the year before, sometime in that time frame. Um, they've been working hard on it. Man, that thing looks nice. I had forgotten he had a Chevy engine in the duster, correct? Yeah, that was new last year. Him and I both ah. uh, took the plunge at the same time last year. <laughs> yep. Yeah. We're still in rehab for that. 
I had a chance to talk, talk to Scotty Taylor briefly the other day, ran into him. And uh, there was some talk about him just running on a regional level next year without us seeing him up here oh, too okay. often. But that uh, those plans have changed. He's uh, building a new car, uh, which will be ready for 2019. It'll be like a left-hand steer, open-top uh, roadster, maybe a Camaro. That, I've, I've heard sure. a little little rumor about that. That's uh, in the works. Those are those are neat cars. Yes, that should be. But he plans <laughs> to race at home, join points. I can't say for sure he's going to win, but... He's going to win. Look for him to be a contender. Definitely. <laughs> Absolutely. Albert Scarrett has switched to alcohol. I think we mentioned that earlier. Picked yeah. Up, picked up time with it. Picked up quite a bit. That more so than he thought. So it needed the uh, octane, huh? Well, I, I don't know if it's octane. I don't. There's there's a number of different factors. It it was running real good on E85. That's what he's ran for the last right. few years. Right. And I, it's hard to explain. It could be a number of different things as to why he picked up as much as he did, but. Mm-hmm. Hey, he's happy. Deb's not so much, yeah. but what I see on you know Facebook, what? It, yes. we'll, I think they'll work it out. I think so too. Mike Staley and uh, Chuck Sturdivant, they're working on an S10. Um, Mike doesn't do anything little, and mm-hmm. Mike also doesn't do anything without a blower. So <laughs> That's right. look for that to come out, and I'm sure it'll have a blower sticking out of the hood mm-hmm. in the 2019 season. Yeah. Funny how we're hearing about more door cars being built than dragsters lately. Right? Jeff Ledford yeah. just came out with it. He yeah, just bought he's a Corvette down in Texas. You're right. He's got a Don Davis Corvette. That's, wow. And that's a First beautiful class. car. Yeah, we'll get to see that hopefully each week. Uh, of course, uh, Staley's dragsters are both ready. Aaron's is ready to go, the big motor car. Aaron going to be out this year? I think so. Great. Yeah, unless uh, another kid comes along, I, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I haven't heard anything different. And right. then, of course, the white dragster will be back as well. Perfect. Butch Foster, he's going to be debuting a, a New to him, 67 Camaro. Picked mm-hmm. it up from up north. Got a wild paint job yeah. on it. Uh, Butch is pretty particular on how his stuff looks. He always does a nice job putting things together, and, yep. and he spent a lot of time on this car over the winter. Just cleaning things up a little bit and and making it to, to Butch Foster standard. Will he be uh, modified, correct? I, I believe so. He pulled the motor and trans out of the, out of the, the uh, third-gen Camaro. Okay, and mm-hmm. that and that went down to Tennessee, and I, I want to say it's maybe a grudge car now or something. Okay, but put it in this '67 Camaro, quite a bit lighter. Look for him to be quite a bit faster. Mm-hmm. Well, there's a new junior dragster on the scene that I'm going to be watching. Ryan Vandersloop. How about that, Steve's son Ryan, jumping right into 890s, not messing around with the beginners. Yep. He's already in advance, and that's great to see. Steve was out here testing with him on Saturday. Um, they were both having a great time, and mm-hmm. and. I saw a side of Steve that I don't see a whole lot. I mean, Steve's a great guy. I've known him for my entire life. Um, to to see him kind of be able to to play coach the way his dad played coach to him oh, a long time ago that nice. that was really really neat to see and and be able to just kind of stand back and and watch that play out and look for Ryan to do good. I mean, Vandersloots oh, so. are are all tough. They 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 drive each other. They're they're very close family mm-hmm. and. He's Look. got a, a lot of mentors there, too, with his dad, his, his aunt, and his uncle. uncle. Yep, absolutely. They'll be watching and helping as well. John Capizzi. The transmission doctor. That's, yeah. <laughs> 784 in an LS-powered Mustang. That's amazing. That's Picked right up where he left off last year. Absolutely. And that was that was Saturday, correct, that he ran that? Yes. yes. And I air was better on Sunday. The actually. air was the air was great on Sunday. The sun came out on Sunday and made the track a little better. So mm-hmm. he may have gone a little faster on Sunday had he had he been able to come. Yeah, well, that'll definitely there's some in there. 169 miles an hour. That's getting it done. Kidding me? <laughs> Woo! On radial tires. 
What do you know about this crew right here well, at the, at the been, bottom of your list here? We've been talking about Jim Overmeyer and Craig Claff at Wild Boys Racing. Remember the funny card, Junior Funny Card? Oh, yeah. The Overmeyer campaign for years. Well, they've got this Shaker Racing Corvette. I think it's a 59. And it's got a deep history back when it was a Shaker Racing modified car. Okay. Back in the 70s. It came out of the barn and it's been totally resurrected. I think I've been talking about it for a couple of years now. That car is on the track. They brought it up this weekend. They're going to switch off the driving duties. I think Craig got licensed. Maybe Jim. I can't remember. But uh, they had some trouble with the brakes. Okay. And the tack went a little crazy on them. So little little bugs in the car. Some bugs to uh, get worked out. But yep, man, and that really, thing is beautiful. Yes, it's gorgeous. You've got the, the color-coded lane stickers on the back. Oh, it, yeah. It's just a gorgeous car inside and out. Make sure you get a look at it. It's another one of these nostalgia racers from these guys that have come back, you know, similar to Paul Stewart's 57 yeah, Chevy. Yeah, yeah. So now we've got Overmeyer and Clapp back once again at the track with a um, Corvette that will be in, a, I guess, a, I think they're going to run top ET. Okay, perfect. Yeah, delay box in it. Love seeing that kind of stuff. Are All you, right. Are you ready for this? Well, I think so. We're going to talk a little bit about our fantasy teams. Um, we're going to make some picks here. Gary's firing up his computer. I've got some some names scratched on a piece of paper. I don't know. Cameron's over there been doing some research, I think. I've got my hat, so where's the names I can throw them all into it? <laughs> so what we're going to do is we're going to each pick three drivers in Modified and Top. We're going to pick two drivers in Street and the in each of the junior classes. And basically what we're going to do is it's it's just rounds one. Yes. So it, during the lane automotive bracket races, right. doesn't buybacks don't matter. You know, points don't matter. If you win three rounds, that driver gets three points. And at the end of the season, whoever's, well, we'll call him the loser. I think that's all right. Is going to have to do whatever embarrassing thing that, that you, our listeners, come up with. Let's just hope you get good picks. <laughs> that's right. I, I got to say, I think you guys that. might have set me up, though, because I don't remember an invite to this until after we decided that loser had to do something embarrassing. So hmm. thanks a lot. Maybe that was <laughs> on purpose. So we got to. Yeah, Cameron, our marketing go. manager, is going to get in on this. Hey, guys, I'm willing to pay for any advice if anyone listening to this wants to give me some uh, insider advice here. No no shame. So who's going to go first? We're going to take uh, let, one at a time? Let's let, let's let Cameron go first, and uh, we'll just we'll go round table and start with Top ET. He'll pick one, and Gary, you can pick one, and then I'll pick one, and we'll just go around until we each get three. And uh, then we we'll probably reverse the order for the next class. Yeah, let's do that. Okay. And then the... Change it up again for street. So not to put you on the spot yeah, or anything, Cameron, go. but uh, we need a top ET uh, driver. Your first pick for top ET. For so was a was was Kevin the one laster who you said had uh, the late start? Uh, turn the page to top. You're oh, in, I'm in uh, modified oh, right this now. This is going to be easy. <laughs> top. Just, here we go. Cameron is good. <laughs> whatever, whatever you guys want. Here we go. Yeah. To Cameron to do this is this is this is going to be this right. is going to be good. So we're talking modified. Here. So we're, you just said. Top ET. Top ET. Throwing me off right now. Top ET first. Your right. first pick is? Top ET. You know, I'm feeling lucky here with uh, Andy Robleski. Andy Robleski. How's that sound? Robleski. That's All right, a good Alan. Pick. Pick. Yeah, that yeah. is a really good pick. So he's making me some money, racing. Andy. Don't know if uh, Andy's. Uh, Listening, but if he is, he knows he's getting better all the time. That's Sweet. the Beretta, the blue Beretta we like to watch so well. Awesome. He's, uh, he's always doing good. One thing for sure, Cameron, he will win rounds. Great. I can't say for sure if he'll win the points, but you don't have to to, to win this fantasy team. Perfect. Here we go. I like that start. Okay. If I uh, if I may go second. Go for well, it, Gary. Scott Taylor. Scotty Taylor. Yeah. That's my pick for top ET. That's a, 
That's an easy one. Yep. I'm going to snatch one up. Uh, maybe, maybe, maybe you guys have him on your list. Maybe you don't. I'm going to pick Kip Burkhart. Yeah. He won the, the bracket finals point. in 2017. Yep. He's a tough driver. I'm going to, I'm going to pick Kip. Yep. That's a good, good choice, Justin. He's gotten better. He was uh, number six in points in, in 2017 and just comes marching right in and looking good. Winning rounds, doing well. Absolutely. Cameron, back to you, bud. Am I going next or are we uh, doing snake style? Well, I'll go next. How about, how about uh, Justin take another pick? Okay, I can take another one. Just got to be fair. Here. I'm going to go Jim Bucky Davis. Good call. We're going to go with a door car. Jim won his first race here ever yep. at 131 last season. Sweet. And Jim's been racing a long time. He's 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 as tough as they come. And and I got to side with my door car buddies, uh, Team Chicken Slayer and uh, Jim <laughs> Davis. Yeah, Jim was uh... – Oh, let's see. He was number five in points in 2014, number four in points in 2015. Didn't do quite as well last year, but very capable. Well, they, they ran into some issues with the car last year, and I, I think they'll have them sorted out this year. Yeah. Uh, am I second? You're, you're yeah. up. And that is Jeff Ledford. Jeff Ledford. So okay. He's taken one and two from last year. And Justin? No, uh, Cameron's now, going next. Cameron, I'm sorry. All right. So since I'm shooting from the hip here again, Let's go. I see a couple of uh, Vandersloots on there, so I'm mm-hmm. saying it's a racing family. I'm going to go with the underdog, the one who doesn't have as many points from last year, and that's uh, Steve. Steve Vandersloot's my number two pick. Very yeah. good pick. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Yeah, Steve was, uh, gee, let me see. He's won at least one, maybe a couple championships. He was the one that was real close to Scott Taylor in 2016. You're right. They, You're right. Cool. Neck and neck. So Steve is very this, capable. This may not be quite as easy as I thought, Gary. <laughs> well, Steve <laughs> Here was we also go. a good uh, fourth place in 2014. Awesome. Okay. Hey, Steve, you can do it, man. i got full confidence in you. Okay. Cameron, go for another one? Oh, yeah. Back to me now. Oh, are we going with, wait, wait, for snake and back? Then it's I got to go then again, it's, right? It's him again. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm going. I'm going back to the. Uh, let's just see. I, I like that Craig up there too, Craig Vander. Vander so let's go with the. Let's go with the brothers. Okay. I figure, yeah, one of the two is going to do well again. I cross that one off of my list here. Keep it in the family. <clears throat> no, me. You. Okay. Jim Davis is gone. Jim Davis is gone. Steve Vandersloot's gone. Yep. Ledford and Taylor. I think Jason Jensen would be a good one to have on my list. Got another one on my list. (laughs) Jason won the 50 last year up at Stanton, and that, that was a neat deal. So Connor, his son, was racing here in the Junior Dragsters for the, the Junior Dragster Bonanza. Mm-hmm. Jason was racing up at Stanton for the 50. Yeah. Connor won the index race and runnered up in the in the in the 890 that's, race that's or the, right. in that in his class while Jason was winning the 50 up at Stanton. And he's holding it, the track, standing on the trunk. Yeah. <laughs> the same weekend. That's the good, same good weekend. Yeah. That wow. that was a neat deal. I I'm I'm getting goosebumps again <laughs> talking about it. That was that was a really neat deal. Okay. Finally, me. Well, <clears throat> third and final team member. Let's see. I got to go with Christine Kerbitz. Good one. We're gonna we're gonna cover all the Vandersloot family here. Anyway, oh, she's part pick, of that family. She too. is Craig's daughter. Nice. Yep. Yep. 
So that's going to do it for Top E.T. Just a just a recap. Cameron's got Andy Robleski, Steve Vandersloot, and Craig Vandersloot. Gary's got Scotty Taylor, Jeff Ledford, and Jason Jensen. Mm-hmm. And I picked Kit Burkhart, Jim Davis, and Christine Kerbitz. You guys are going down. <laughs> <laughs> Not a chance. I feel pretty confident <laughs> based on my vast knowledge. <clears throat> and now we, we will put a, a little bit of a disclaimer here. Um, if for some reason one of our picks – isn't going to run points here. We'll, we'll allow you a repick. I think that's fair. And yeah. then we also talked about a mulligan, one allowed, and, and we didn't really decide, and we can decide later if, if we need to, um, if someone drops out of points partway through the season for whatever reason. Right. Sure. Right. So, yeah. And it, if, if it's per class, if it's per one for all of my picks or all of your picks. I think per class. One yeah. per class one is allowed. One per class if they bow out, if they're done. Uh, God forbid a, a crash car or mm-hmm. a, a severe engine failure, something that would take for them out for the season. takes them out for the pregnancy. season. Pregnancy. I hope I don't yeah. get pregnant, Gary. <laughs> <laughs> Could happen. But if that does happen, we'll get to pick one more to replace them. Sorry, it's a gentleman's sport. Very good. Yep. Now modified. <clears throat> Excuse me. Gary. I think you can go first. I, I don't know if I would, oh, if you. I like this, but <laughs> I oh. think I've got I've got written down one, two, three, four, five, six. I've got seven, and I'm sure all seven are going to get picked at some point. My, the top of my list is Kevin Grunewald. Kevin getting it done again. I got to take Kevin for sure. You know something about uh, Kevin? Let me look through these previous years. Yeah, he's been in the top four for the last, four of the five last years. In the top four every oh, yeah. year. And, of course, he won last year. Second place in 16. Yeah, I think that's a good pick. That, that's a solid pick. <laughs> that's, uh, he's, you took one from me. Um, am I going next, Cameron? Or? Yeah, I'll you. All right. I'm going to take Al Bruchart. Yeah. I don't think there is anybody in Modified that wants it more than Al. Um, I know that going to alcohol was part of it. I know they did a lot of work on the car over the winter. Um, mm-hmm. You know, they rewired it. They, they switched it over to alcohol. Freshened up the motor. I mean, he's he's hungry. He wants it. He won a lot of rounds last year, too, and will again this year. Yeah, Absolutely. Indeed. Cameron, who you got? Well, you know what, guys? I actually know one of the racers in the modified category. I am friends with him on Facebook. I see him posting pictures of his car, and I know he's just switched to Chevy, and we've all got a lot of confidence in what Chevy has there. So I'm going to go with Justin Wanamaker for my number one pick. Okay. <laughs> All right. There no, there. no pressure there. Yeah, come on, man. I don't know which is more important, winning this thing or winning, <laughs> winning points in my Oh, here we go. You can, you can throw <laughs> it's it. It's a conflict of interest. Yeah, you see him hitting his brakes right before he's about to win it. You know. So back to Cameron. Back to me then. All right, we're snaking yep. around again. Yeah. All right. You know, I saw this name on the uh, the top list as well up there. I'm going to go with Steve. Uh, is it Misik for my second pick? Sure. All right. Good. That's a good. Let's go, Steve. One of the more consistent racers out there, year after year. That's Absolutely. What I like to hear. Then is it is it my turn? Yeah. Okay. Justin. I'm gonna I'm gonna take Tracy Mutchler. Good. I know. Uh, let's see. Allie's got two championship trophies. Evan's got two championship trophies. I mean, I know when we were visiting them uh, a couple months ago. There's a spot on the mantle. For a championship trophy really? for Tracy, uh, there's not a trophy there. Uh, 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 <laughs> He's not going to let his kids uh, show him up for too long. I, I'm I'm pretty confident that uh, Tracy's going to do something this year. Nice. Now, um, the guy I'm going to pick next in modified is none other than Jeff Green. Another so one Jeff on Green, my list. I, I want I went through these uh, 
previous years, and unfortunately, Jeff won in 2013. Yep. He was second in 2014, fourth in 20, oh, I'm sorry, fifth in 2015. In 2016, he was sixth place. Last year, he was in seventh. So he's going the wrong direction in terms of points. It's, he's due. He is due. That he, is a consistent bike. It never breaks. He's always on, spot on, and I think he's going to be a good team member for my team. Oh, yeah. And, and going back even further in, in 2009, uh, he finished second. And by all by all means, he should have finished first. Um, I got lucky enough on that last night of points to to, really? to end up winning. But yeah. I, I read lit first round, and, and all he had to do was win a couple rounds, and he wow. would have had it. But that, That's a fun bike to watch. He's awfully good at it. Absolutely. Gary, you want to get another pick in real quick, and we'll go back around and oh, definitely Stan Jones. You got Stan. Mm-hmm. Another great pick. This is this is going to be kind of fun. I'm I'm curious to see how this shakes out. Yeah, I'm excited. Well, I'm I'm going to win this. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm going to go Donnie Hagar. Nice. I'm going to scoop Donnie up for this one. Uh, I know Donnie's always trying to improve the way he drives. I know that. He's going to be tough, and he's he's started getting his feet wet a little bit with the big money races that he can. Yep. And that's he's 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 going to be solid this year. Yeah, Donnie just uh, he just turned. Well, that was his second Street Points Championship. Yeah. And he was fourth in, in points last year. Right. In modified, just turned twenty years old and just keeps getting better. Yep. And he he won the bracket finals in sixteen. He runnered up oh, in seventeen. That's right. And he he went to he went to the Summit Super Series runoff in sixteen. And didn't fare so well there, but he went to Sykeston, Missouri the, that night, won there. That's right, all the way home. And, yep, and then drove to Osceola Dragway on Sunday <laughs> and won there and paid for his whole trip. Isn't that something? Oh, wow. So, <laughs> that's great. Right. He loves to race. Look, look for Donnie to do real good. All right, I got one more. Yep. Yes. You know, looking at this list, too, it's just incredible to see how close so many of these people were last year. It looks like, uh, yeah, it's some absolute great racing here at 131. I'm going to go with my third pick to make all the money, Jessica Morris. Jessica, Jessica Morris. Let's, let's win this thing. Okay. All right. That's going to do it for Modified. Now, Street, we're just being that the, the car count, I mean, we'd pick it pretty much everybody who's here on a weekly basis running points. So mm-hmm. maybe we should just pick two and – and uh We'll go from there. Okay. Who gets to go first? This will be an easy one. <laughs> I don't Have know. Should we pick a number? Yet? I haven't been first yet, but yeah, I, think I don't it's want Justin's to. Turn. Uh, I think all it's right. Justin's I'm taking turn. Donnie. Of course. Thought you might. <laughs> yep. Reigning points champion goes to Justin. Nice. If it's my turn? I think so, Gary. Uh, Steve Messick. Steve. He'll be strong this year, as always. I'm just going to keep one on the list then and go Taylor Green. That's a good pick. That is a good pick. Now, Sweet. we were talking about Jeff Green a minute ago. That's his daughter. Okay, awesome. Come on, Taylor. i got yeah, great faith in you. She's getting better all the time every year, and that was she was on my list too as a pick. Awesome. Glad I stole it. <laughs> well, you did. Back to me Back again. Back to you. All right. Let's see. Who sounds fast here? I like uh, – I like John Thurston. That sounds like a racing name to me. There we go. Like I said, I'm shooting at the hip, but I got great confidence in my picks. Gary, who do you think? Um, Ron Hager. Ron? All right. We didn't see as much of Ron last year as, uh, as we had in years before. Maybe he's going to be well, making a comeback this year a little bit. And uh, 
new love in his life and all. I think he has some oh, weekends planned. Yeah. But I think she's just as excited about racing as he is. Perfect. So I'm not worried about him not showing up. Yeah. Well, I'm going to be a total homer here. I'm going to pick my brother. Yeah, I would too. Nice. I don't blame you. My brother Kyle is my second pick. Now, it's going to be a little tricky with the Masters uh, in the in the beginner class or beginner advanced class. Um just because we, we may not know of everybody that's coming back, but we're going to give it a crack and, and see what we do here. And uh, I don't do, I don't know who all may be moving up to the master's class from the from the advanced class, but yeah, we'll we'll make it work. Okay. So, Cameron, do you want to go first again? Yeah, back to me, right? And and I'll be I'll be nice. I'll help you out a little bit if some if I know of somebody that's not racing. Yeah, okay, sure. <laughs> How about Allie uh, Muchler? Allie Muchler. Muchler. Yep, she she would right. be out. That's a great. Let's do pick. it. I'm yeah. taking that number one overall. All right, Gary, who you got? I don't need to see that list there if I go. may. I didn't sure. do too much research on these junior drags. Oh, Alex Kish. Alex Kish. That's that's a great pick. That was a quick one. It's one off of my list. I'm going to take Samuel Peterson. Good. I know that th- that nice. Jason and and Samuel are working really hard. I know that. They want to win. They they want to do really well here, and and I think they've got the car. Samuel's Samuel's an excellent driver, and mm-hmm. I think they're going to do something this year. Oh, I think so too. That's a great pick. Didn't even see him on there. Is it back to me, or we? Uh, yeah, yeah, back to me. I'm going to take Bailey Burkhart. Maybe something a little bit off of the radar, a little bit, but I think uh, I think Kip's been working with her quite a bit, and I look for her to do some good this year. Sweet. Gary, who do you think? What do you th- is Troy Trey Goodson coming back? I don't know. I don't I'm he's, not I know the car's for sale, but I I don't know if, if he's coming back or not. Well, I'll have to pick Tobin Will. Tobin Will, great pick. I mean he's he's got he's got a great mentor in Craig Blossom. Yeah. All right, and then for my last pick. Let's go Trey Goodson. All right. We may we we may have to adjust that one once okay. we get things started. Um, yeah, we don't really know his plans this year. He's probably still well, age eligible. That's what we were just eligible. talking about, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. I think he is still age eligible. I don't know if if maybe he's uh, outgrown the car a little bit. Right. Um, that may be a, a, an issue, but. So if uh, if he's not, then I'll do a Maverick Green as my backup. Maverick's race. Maverick's right. moving out. Is he? He's, so let me just do Maverick to... right from the start then. So well, well no, no Maverick's going to. Modified. Oh, he's, he's going up. On yeah, he's. Oh, all right. He's uh, striking not going to be a juniors now. anymore. He drove one of the uh, Blossom team cars last year. Yep. Oh yeah, cool. And that uh, that group has been kind of liquidated. So should I pick another one then? Um, let's see. Is a uh, is Tyler Jones racing Masters? We're not sure. I'm not sure well, about not that. Sure. That would be a great pick. Paul it would Stewart be. the fourth. There you go. Okay. All PS4. Right. Ooh, finally. Not that he's the, at the bottom of the barrel. It's just nope. trying to go off of some recognition and, and last year's points sheets. And Cameron's got some algorithm over there. He's he's got his socks off <laughs> right, right now. Yeah. He's Thank he's he's trying to uh, trying to come up with with the best picks that he can. Yeah, yeah. I feel pretty Again, good right now. The, I can't lie. Mulligan. I don't know if Paul's uh, working on a streetcar or not. I kind of think so. But uh, how about advance? All right, Gary, you want to go first? I guess I'll need that. I put, I put you on the spot a little bit, Gary. Yeah, Sorry about that. that that's going to be a tough one. Take Connor Jensen or Evan Mutchler? I think I'll take Evan. Evan to, to go for the three-peat. Correct. 
It's a good pick. Evan's tough. I know I know Tracy's been working with him a lot over this offseason. Hitting the practice tree. Okay. Is it my turn? Yes. I'm gonna be a big time homer. I gotta I gotta pick my boy, Jace. All right. I'm gonna pick Jace Wanamaker to do some good. Always improving that guy. He uh he won more rounds than anybody else in, in the beginner class That's last right. year. That's he right. struggled with first round like his old man, and uh, he 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 won he won a lot of money. He won a lot of rounds, mm-hmm. and as long as his confidence stays up, he he's going to be tough to beat. Definitely. Cameron, sorry, who do you like? Sorry, Gary, who did you choose first? I missed oh, that one. I Evan Munchler. Evan, Evan Munchler. All right. You know what? Let's go, uh, Connor Jensen. Great pick. Yeah. That's, yeah that's all really right. Good pick. Glad to hear that. Connor's tough. He's very tough. His dad, uh, let's see, Gary picked Jason, his dad, for the top ET part of it. So nice. he's he's great. he's got a good mentor in Jason. Perfect. Are we doing the second one in advance? Yep, go for it. All right, let's go Elizabeth Teeter for my second. There you go. That's a good pick. Nice, nice. Lizzie's a third generation. Oh, no, she's a fourth generation really? racer. Really? Great. Yep. Orville's dad. He did. He oh, raced wow. and and. He's he's he races on and off, and I'm not sure if he'll be out at all this year. But Orville's dad loves it. Orville, I mean, you can't come to 131 and not who know who Orville Teeter is. Yeah. Great guy in the pits. His son Dustin, who who races on and off. Um, I think Dustin's got a Camaro that he's gonna try to have done and, yeah. and bring out this year. Sweet. And Lizzie is Dustin's daughter. So fourth generation of Teeter racing. Awesome. Glad uh, to hear it. Is your pick there? So I love it. Great pick. How about Hunter Schulten? That's another good one. Is it, will he be uh, back with the Pennzoil car? Yeah, he was here testing this weekend, and uh, his dad was testing a Mustang too. Oh, neat! So I'm not, I, I'm not sure what class. I believe modified, but mm-hmm. running high nines, uh, you can't miss the car. It's a, it's, it's green. It's a green Mustang, <laughs> like a, a Fox body Mustang. Yeah. So sharp looking car. Sweet. Good. More the merrier. My th- second pick. I gotta go, Tyler Howard. I'm surprised he's not been scooped up yet. Uh, Tyler's tough. Nice. Tyler, uh, I'm not sure anybody puts as many passes on a, on a junior dragster in a season as Tyler. They're they're racing everywhere that they can. Yeah. That was a good pick. I don't know how I let that slip. Yeah, <laughs> you're lost, Gary. Yeah, he would be a good one. He's gonna so, be good for your team. Nice. Good. Well, we've got all these picks. Um, this is where we're gonna turn to to you, our listeners. We want to. Come up with some sort of wager. How it, whatever did we do, beginner? Well, I don't know if it's separate or if it's if it's together. Yeah, we yeah. Okay. we may have to revisit that, Gary. Okay, we may have to make a couple more picks when we find out about that point structure. Sure. Okay. These these are these are our picks. These are our teams. Um, we've got we've got a good group of guys here. Um, oh, yeah. I'm excited to see how this this shakes out, um, and we're going to turn to you, our listeners, to. Come up with something good. We we want to use your imagination and something that we have to do, something that we have to wear. I mean, we mm. I, I I might be a little nervous saying that, but yeah. you know we 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 will uh, we will come through and and whoever the loser is will will uh, will follow through with the oh, the wager. <laughs> uh, so if you could give us your feedback on the on the Facebook page, or uh, you could send Gary or myself a message on 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 facebook and mm-hmm. 
we'll get all the suggestions in and we'll talk about it. We'll come up with one that, that we think is probably the most embarrassing or that we like yeah. the best. Yep. And uh, give us some feedback. Let us know what you think. Of course, we'll get. Uh, I'll keep track of these points, or we can keep track of these points as uh, week in, week out. We'll give you updates here on the podcast each and every time. That sounds good. I think that's a wrap, Gary. That's it. That was fun. 2018 season about to get underway. Absolutely. Just a, just a couple little quick notes to, to wrap things up here. Um, let us know what you think. We, uh, I, I got some pretty big shoulders. I can take your feedback. Me Let too. us know what you, what you liked, what you didn't like, if, if there's something that you absolutely hated, or if, if you have any ideas, something that you want us to talk about. If, if you want to come on and talk about yourself, you know, we'd, we'd be happy to have you. Mm-hmm. Um, and the other thing too, is, uh, if you have a business or know of a business that would like to be involved with this, uh, we'd like to we'd like to help promote your business a little bit. We'll talk about you on the podcast. Um, we're looking for some people to help us out and pay a couple bills. And uh, Gary and I are doing this out of the kindness of our heart. We just we want to see the racers at 131 be promoted um, in a way that hasn't been done before. Um, I try to do some Facebook Live stuff where I can and and. It seems like people like that a little bit, oh, and, and nice I enjoy doing that. Yes. And uh, I've even put my phone on the car a couple times and been live. And mm-hmm. and if I can somehow make it to another final or two, I, I'm going to try to do that. I've, I've got some some different technology that maybe a little bit better of a camera shot and and some some live action. Oh, I really enjoyed the one you posted this last weekend. Oh, the, the one on the on You're the car. In the car with him. Oh yeah, that that was fun. That was fun. So we we'd like to hear from you and. Uh, you know, get involved and, and hopefully this thing goes well. Hopefully you enjoy it. Um, hopefully we're not boring you for too terribly long. I don't know if we went over an hour or not, but, uh, a little bit over on this one. Well, best of luck to all racers here at one through one. We will see you soon. Just a week and a half away from our first lane automotive bracket series event. Great. Thanks a lot, Gary. Thanks a lot, Cameron. Thank you, Joey. Joey. Appreciate it. Thank you for everybody who's taking the time to listen to us. And, uh, Find us on iTunes, SoundCloud, and wherever else you may find your podcasts. Um, subscribe to us. Let us, If you like it, give us a good rating on there. Let us know what you think. Give us your feedback. Um, you can also follow us on Facebook. Gary Hunt is on Facebook, as well as myself, Justin Wanamaker. Also, you can find everything you need to know about the podcast on the US 131 Motorsports Park Facebook page. And just stay tuned. We've got a lot of cool stuff planned for this thing. Hopefully it goes well. Um, we uh, we can do some pretty neat stuff with it, I think. So thank you very much for taking the time to listen to us, and, and we hope to be talking with you every week.